and we are going to go kind of half in the NFL, half in the NBA. Obviously, we're going to talk about the Suns, the new look Suns later on in the show. Um, after halftime, that'll be the next topic. But um, who is more likely to repeat as champions, the Chiefs or the Nuggets? So the Chiefs in the NFL who won the Super Bowl last year or the Nuggets who won the NBA Finals last year? And Zach, once again, the mic is yours. Yeah, so I'll start off uh, a little bit on the Nuggets. I-, I was impressed by them last night. We've seen it so many times in sports. That ring ceremony night, it could be a good thing or a bad thing. There are some moments where a team just comes out locked in, focused in front of uh, their home fans, and they just go all in and dominate the game. That's basically what Denver did last night. Uh, they led mostly from start to finish in that game, and there was never really a moment where I felt confident that they weren't going to win. I think it's safe to say that at this point that they just have the Lakers number. Uh, going back to the playoffs last year, you heard uh, what their fans were chanting. Uh, Who is your daddy? Great chant at the end of that game. And uh, they, they have a great at- uh, home court atmosphere. The Nuggets are, <coughs> excuse me, are going to be a legit factor in the Western Conference. I think they're going to be right there at the end of things. Uh, and with Kansas City, man, it's crazy. There have been a, a ton of things that have gone wrong for them since the season started, right? Really, right when the season started, before they played that opening night game against Detroit, Chris Jones, he missed that first game. He was holding out. We didn't know when he was going to be coming back. Travis Kelsey missed that week one game. He had an injury. We didn't know when he was going to be coming back. But since then, they've played really good football. They've won six games in a row. And despite all of the issues that they've had, right, we've spoken a lot about their receivers. And, oh, does Patrick Mahomes have anyone that he trusts to catch the ball in that category? Uh, Their offensive line has had some question marks as well, losing Orlando Brown. But still, with that being said, Kansas City is sitting here at 6-1 and in first place in the AFC. And it feels pretty inevitable to me, Will. Like they're going to have the number one field in home, uh, the number one seed in home field in the AFC again. And I just mentioned it with Miami. Like I, I wouldn't feel great about the Dolphins going into Arrowhead in January. We, uh, the Chiefs, that's the one thing that we've been able to bank on with them the last few years is them just having all these playoff games at home. And there hasn't really been a reason for me to think that's going to change anytime soon. Their defense is really good. Like I'm ready to say their defense is a clear-cut, legit top 10 unit in the league. And on Sunday was really the first time I thought this year Mahomes not only looked like vintage Mahomes, but a time where he just took over a game. Kansas City's defense has been so good that they've won some of these games for them, uh, just forcing turnovers, making the timely plays. And Kansas City, their offense has had a little bit of trouble getting going. But with that defense, one thing I'm confident in, too, is that Mahomes, Reed, Kelsey Pacheco has been really good. Like their offense is going to figure it out. I still feel right now very confident that Kansas City should be the favorite to repeat, especially after some of the things we've seen from uh, some of the other top teams like San Francisco in the last few weeks. And one last thought on the Nuggets. The reason why I'll, I'll answer this question with Kansas City is because I'm curious to see what Denver looks like. A, in the non-Jokic minutes, I think that was my one concern for them last night is when Jokic left the court, it was pretty clear, the drop-off, and they lost Bruce Brown, right? They're going to be relying on some guys coming off that bench, like a Christian Braun, like a, uh, a Peyton Watson, young players who I think have bright futures, but I just don't necessarily know if they're going to be ready to contribute right away. And I do think the Western Conference has more competition around Denver than the AFC does around Kansas City. So I'll go with Kansas City. I still think Denver's going to have a really good year. They'll probably be the one or two seed in the uh, in the Western Conference again. I just want to see them a little bit more 
with that in the non-Jokic minutes. Like, I want to see if they could improve on that and also how their bench goes without uh, a Bruce Brown and playing a lot of Braun and Watson. Yeah, so I'm going to disagree respectfully. I am going to go with the Nuggets here. I think they are definitely more likely to repeat as champions in their respective sport. And the reason why I bring that up is because last night they showed that they are still in peak form. Like they literally picked up where they left off from when they won the chip. And when you think about everything right now and Jokic and him being the MVP and all that, of course that matters and all that. But I do still feel that the Nuggets don't get the respect they deserve. For example, last year they played the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals. They swept them. And after game one, in a win, everybody came on their shows, mainstream, lamestream media. Oh, the Lakers, they found something, okay, that they can go in game two and exploit, okay, with Jokic and, and having Wooey Hachimura, you know, on him or whatever. Listen, no, okay, we know what happened after that. They got swept. And then people came into this year. Oh, I feel good about the Lakers. They added a lot of depth. Depth that didn't show up in the LeBron James on the bench. The non-LeBron James minutes. Now, one guy that they signed this offseason showed up. I'm talking about the depth guys that they added showed up in the non-LeBron James minutes. But everybody's talking, oh, yeah, all the games was close last year. Four games, they was right there. And guess what? The Nuggets done did it again. Okay, the Lakers was trailing for the majority of this game. Another thing, too, right? As you know, we recorded at home, so we got a lot of movements going on. But I'm going to try to do my best to um, stay on task here, right? So when you talk about Jokic, the Nuggets, excuse me, the Lakers did everything to stop Jokic attacking him aggressively on the offensive and defensive end. Anthony Davis had about 17 points to begin the half, and then he went cold, a no-show. That was it. He packed it up after halftime. He did not score one basket in the second half. So when you hear Darvin Ham saying that LeBron James is only going to play 28 to 30 minutes per night, that worries me because as we saw in this game, those guys that they brought in did not show up. Now, I don't think that's going to be a recurring theme going forward, but I do think in big high quality moments, for example, playoffs, you're going to need your guys to step up and hopefully they're able to step up during the regular season so we know that they can step up in the playoffs. Another thing, too, about this Nuggets team that I like is that they know how to play together. So they know how to read and react, and that's what makes them hard to stop because Jokic, nobody reads the game better than Jokic, and so everybody's able to play off that. Sometimes certain guys don't know how to play with certain stars. Everybody on the Nuggets know how to play together. And when you talk about Aaron Gordon, he was a big piece in why that team won the chip last year. You know, Michael Porter Jr., he missed a couple shots, but he, he brought himself home. He looked good. You know, Christian Brown, he had good playoff experiences, finals experiences that he could build upon. This team was legitimate. And another thing, too, that I really want to hammer home here before we move on is that when you talk about just um, I'm losing my point here. Oh, yeah. Last year. They were not in peak physical condition to start off the year. We had guys rehabbing, Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray coming off an injury. This might be the best version of the Nuggets team, despite the one that won the chip. They should be in peak shape, okay? Jamal Murray should be in the best shape he's ever been in, and I'm expecting the same thing from Michael Porter Jr., and I'm expecting this team to continue winning games. Last year, they were the number one seed, 
and nobody predicted them winning the chip. Once again, the disrespect. We had my cousin on Monday saying that they're not going to win back to back because they're not that dynamic. Yeah, is uh, your Wi-Fi and everything good? You're breaking up a little bit. Um, I can't see you right now, but um, I'll let you uh fix that. Hopefully, hopefully we'll get a uh, little back. I I think what's interesting with Denver is the loss of Brown. I don't want to say it's under the radar because he did get a ton of money um in the offseason. That was a big signing by Indiana. I think he's gonna be really good there. But I just wonder, looking at Denver's bench from last night, Reggie Jackson, Christian Braun, Zeke Naji, Peyton Watson. I think these are fine players, but I just don't know if there's enough depth there if they want to win a championship. And the Western Conference is loaded. I, I still think that they should be right there at the end of things. But you uh, and it's it's only one regular season game too. Like I, I don't want to just all of a sudden count the Lakers out because of a regular season loss on opening night. But Anthony Davis not scoring in the second half of that game was definitely definitely concerning. Uh, I'll check on our guy Will. Will, you here? We got you. I'm happy we got you back. Yeah, man. Listen, man, when you recorded from home, I mean, you got people walking up and down, you know, knocking my webcam down. I mean, come on. I'm in my flow. I'm finally finding the rhythm. And then you try to knock me out my game. Man, Satan got to go, bro. Satan got to go. <laughs> but anyway, Zach, I'm here. I'm ready. I'm locked and loaded. Um, You know, I just will pick up, you know, where I left off. I just think, you know, everybody want to go different here in the NBA. I just think the Nuggets... It's just in peak form, man. You talk about that ring ceremony, and that could kind of take away the attention, but they look more motivated than ever. And they know they're going to get everybody's best shot on a night-to-night basis. I think they're ready for it. Jokic has always remained healthy. He's available. That's one star I don't got to worry about. When you talk about the Lakers, I mean, Anthony Davis not showing up in the second half. You have to be worried about that because if LeBron James is only playing 28 to 30 minutes per night, then you're going to need an assertive, aggressive, Anthony Davis, especially on the offensive end. And if he's having those second halves where he's not even scoring, or not even not about the scoring, but taking shots, then we have a problem there. Another thing, when you look at the other teams in the Western Conference, I think the Suns are the biggest threat. We'll talk about them later to the Nuggets right now. I don't think the Lakers are, with all due respect. I understand the games was close, and everybody is going to say they found something and take a positive theme from this game that they lost again because everybody always making excuses for the Lakers. I don't consider them a threat. To the Nuggets with all due respect. The Warriors are too small. They're too little for the Nuggets, okay? And the same thing with the Kings. I understand they move fast and they could probably, you know, get Jokic on the bench a few times, you know, because of how fast they move. They can run them off the floor, kind of. But small. They're too small. So um, outside of the Suns, and I think they should beat the Suns, I don't really see who beats the Nuggets in this peak form Nuggets team. They take the regular season seriously, by the way. That's something they do. They did last year, and I think they will again, and I think they will have home court advantage, and we all know Denver's a hard place to win at in a playoff series. So, um, yeah, with the Chiefs, though, and I'm going to tell you why I'm just not going to go with the Chiefs. I just think the AFC is loaded, right? You talk about the Ravens. To me right now, the Ravens are looking like the best team in the AFC. Now, obviously, I'm saying that with an asterisk right there because – we know that the Ravens have moments and spots where they look like the best team in the AFC, and Lamar Jackson looks like the best quarterback in the NFL. And then he either gets hurt or he throws some four-quarter interceptions and they go on a losing streak. I've seen it two years in a row happen the same way in the same format. So I'm hoping that this is more sustainable. I think it is with the new play caller and Tom Munkin and how Lamar Jackson is progressing as a passer. 
I think they are a dangerous um football team in the AFC. When you talk about the Dolphins, you know, they could beat them in the track meet. They can. You know, I think that's going to be a shootout. They can. They play them in Germany in a couple of weeks. That will tell us a lot. When you talk about the Bengals, who is coming off a bye playing Sam Donald, I think they can win that game and have a lot more momentum. And we all know they want revenge. They got robbed last year by the referees, okay? So, um, and then you got the Eagles. You got the teams in the NFC, right? Especially the Eagles, who's going to want revenge. So I do think that the Chiefs have it harder than the Nuggets, even though the Nuggets still have it hard. I just have more faith in the Nuggets to repeat than I do the Chiefs. So I wanted to uh, go back to the point you made on the Ravens because I think it's a good one. I agree. The thing about the Ravens is, and I knew this going into the season, and I think it's been even proven more to the fact uh, based on what we've seen so far, especially what we saw on Sunday, is Lamar Jackson is one of the rare players in the NFL that even if Patrick Mahomes is playing at his absolute best, like most teams we saw with the Chargers on Sunday, right? Like when Mahomes is playing at his best, the Chargers were not able to match that. Kansas City was able to win the game pretty comfortably, despite it being pretty close in the first half. Lamar Jackson is one of those players where when he's playing at his best, he is capable of going head-to-head, punch-for-punch with Mahomes. But the key is he has to be playing at his best. And the Ravens, as you said, they just haven't really been able to show that consistency without the last few uh, throughout the last few years. But with a new offensive coordinator, who knows? Maybe we could uh, see a different result. My thing with that, and you kind of also hinted at it with the Bengals too, is like Kansas City, they remind me a lot of the Brady Belichick Patriots in the sense that they've done a really good job capitalizing against their divisional opponents. Uh, Well, when you were out, I mentioned it. Like Kansas City plays Denver uh, this upcoming week. The last time the Broncos beat the Chiefs, Peyton Manning was their quarterback. We know what the deal is with the Raiders. They dominate them. We know what the deal is with the Chargers. The Chargers, they come to play in those games. That game is usually their Super Bowl. They were competitive in the first half, but Kansas City, they've done a good job beating them. And usually throughout the last five, six years, Kansas City has had just like a handful of wins in their division. They've done a really good job taking advantage of. And when I'm looking at Baltimore, as great of a season as they've had so far, I just feel like eventually the two games they lost to Indianapolis and to Pittsburgh that really they had no business losing. Like I've just been watching the NFL long enough that I think in some way or another, those two losses are going to cost them. Not to mention the other three teams in their division are right there. Pittsburgh's at four and two. They won on Sunday. Cleveland's at four and two. They won on Sunday. You mentioned the Bengals. They've, they're playing their best football. They won two games in a row prior to the bye. I just wonder if, is Baltimore even going to win the AFC North? That's not a guarantee. And I just hope that those two games that they lost early in the season, that they had no business losing. I just hope that doesn't come back to bite. Yeah, I think, you know, the Ravens was one of the teams that I brought up. But even if, let's say, the Browns win it, you know, which I don't think is likely because the more P.J. Walker we see, the more that I'm like, ah, I don't know about all that. But if the Bengals, you know, win a division or whether they get in and they get two teams, you're going to have two dangerous AFC North teams making the playoffs. And that's something that the Chiefs going to have to worry about. Like, when you think about it from the eye test, comparing both of these teams, the Chiefs and the Nuggets, like from the eye test, right? And obviously, it's one game with the Nuggets, so we don't have a large sample size. A lot of this is me going off of, you know, what I feel in the future. I just think we're going to see the best version of the Nuggets, not having to worry about rehabbing and getting in physical peep shape and all that. They're going to be smoking on all cylinders. Even with the loss of Bruce Brown, I still think that young bench, you know, starting with Christian Brown, could be able to overcome that loss. And like I said, they play well together. 
I'm not worried about how they're going to look this year. I think they're going to look better. When you talk about the Chiefs, I just think this is not the best version of the Chiefs that we've seen the last couple of years, even last year. Like, yes, you know, the receiver stepped up against the Chargers. You know, Mikhail Hardman does a good job of knowing how to reroute and get open while Mahomes knows how to extend the pocket play and all that. And that's a good connection right there. But still, there's not one wide receiver here that scares me, you know, outside of Kelsey, who's a tight end. So I just think this team is not the best version. They're not the most dynamic. They're not the most explosive. And that's why I'm taking the field here. Whereas with the Nuggets, yeah, we could try to pick the Suns. We could try to pick a lot of teams. I just don't see who beats them in the seven-game series in the playoffs and in the finals. Let's say, for example, because my prediction, right, was the Nuggets and the Celtics. I sneakily picked the Celtics to win it all. But I did that mainly off of bias. I want to see Tatum and Brown win a ring, right? And I know I'm a Knicks fan, and we're not supposed to be rocking with the Celtics. But I just like the fact of them getting sent home, you know, making the finals and falling short in the last year, had no business losing to the Heat, falling short. I kind of want to see them get over that hump. And I think they will get there to an extent. But I think they're top six heavy. And I don't think they have the depth that they once had. Last year, I picked them for their depth. This year, I'm picking them to get back because of their top six. But they're going to gas out. The Nuggets have more depth than they do. So I think when you look at the East, I'm not worried about a team from the East. With all due respect, I think the Bucks are losing defense. They're losing grit. So that's why I'm looking at the path here. And I understand people want to be different. I understand we want to see something different, but there's no reason for me to believe that the Nuggets are not going to get back to the finals, much less not win it. Yeah, going back to the Chiefs for a second, and I'm not sure if you saw this clip, but I would say within the last 24, 48 hours, it's gone kind of viral. So Micah Parsons of the Cowboys is talking. I think he does like a weekly Twitch stream on Bleacher Report, I believe, where he's playing video games, talking sports. And he said something kind of to the extent, I'm kind of paraphrasing here, but it's like, when you look at the 49ers, immediately, you look at Debo, you look at McCaffrey, you look at Nick Bosa, and you're scared of those guys. Uh, when you look at the Eagles, you, you see Jalen Hurts, you see A.J. Brown, uh, and you're scared of those guys. When you look at the Ravens, you see Lamar Jackson, you're scared of him. And he's mentioning the Cowboys, he even mentioned his own team. He's mentioning all these teams, and he's like, yeah, when you look at the Chiefs, you see Mahomes and, and Kelsey, you're scared of those guys, but they just don't have as much as a lot of these other teams. And I just kind of disagree in the sense that this is not the best version that we're going to see because this is the best defense we've seen in the Reed Mahomes era. There, there are not many defenses in the league playing better than they are right now. And Mahomes played great on Sunday. We know that by January, as long as him, Kelsey, and Reed are in the picture, the offense should be just fine. Pacheco, he's running the ball at a great rate. I like the Hardman ad. I think that's going to help them. I don't think them maybe even adding another wide receiver is completely out of the mix before the season's end if they're really serious about winning another ring. And I just feel like by the time we get to January, there is not a team in the NFL I trust more. And I'm trying to look at other teams around the league that I could have the same faith, that I could have the same confidence in. There's not. And I'm not saying what you said about Denver is wrong. I agree with a lot of it. I just need to see them and their younger players come off the bench and, and show like, okay, we don't miss Bruce Brown. It's one game, you know, it's, this is still a hard question to answer just based on one game, but I just have a little bit more confidence and faith in Kansas city than Denver. This is my last point on this topic. And then I'm ready to move on. You know, I think these two teams are similar in ways. And it's funny that we bring both of them up because we know 
starting with the Chiefs, you have Patrick Mahomes, you have Travis Kelsey, you have Andy Reid, and that's where you're starting. So everything else is a product of that. You know, yeah, the defense is all right, but you know, Justin Herbert torched them. You know, with all due respect, I, I just think they overrated from the way how we. I think they overrated from the way how we beefing them up, like they're the daggone seventy-two bears or something like that. Like, nah, they're not. With all due respect, they are average. Okay, and they played they average, average. Yet, but better than what they were before. The but they average Four points zero yes, in the sir. second half for the Chargers. Zero. Yeah, and that's a lot about Austin Eckler. Can you run for a daggone yard? Okay. There's a lot of factors that go into that. Can you run for a daggone yard? I mean, we've been talking about the charges, but that's a whole nother topic. My point is, when you start off with the Chiefs, you have Travis Kelsey, you have Patrick Mahomes, you have Andy Reid, and then everybody else is everybody else. And you are banking on Bobby Sievers, you know, to step up and be the alpha for this team within the system of, you know, the offense running through Mahomes. When you got the Nuggets, you have Jokic, you have Jamal Murray. You have Michael Porter Jr. You have your big three and you have your coach and Mike Malone, who I think is a very underrated coach. He's shown that he can make adjustments. He did in the playoffs and he doesn't get enough credit for that. And you're starting off there and now you're dependent on your bench to be able to play within those guys right there. So there's similarities there. But I just trust, you know, the Nuggets and I trust them more than I do the Chiefs because I don't think they get out of the AFC. And if they do, I think the Eagles are the best team in the National Football League. You ask me right now who's the best basketball team in the NBA. I'm saying the Nuggets. Okay, obviously, it's one game. So we do have to take that in consideration. But I think that's going to be a reoccurring thing. They're going to be the best team. I think they're going to have the number one seed because they take the regular season seriously. So they're going to be rewarded for that with a home court. You know, you have to go through Denver to get there. When you talk about the Eagles right now in the NFL, they are the best team in the NFL to me by far. If Jalen Hurst could have almost like, I don't know where he stands as far as interceptions in the league, but it's a lot, way more than last year. If you can have that many interceptions, I think it's seven or eight, and they are only losing one game, then you have to be scared to death because he's not playing 100%. He is protected by the talent on this roster right now. And I'm not saying that as a sign of disrespect. He's a good quarterback, but he's protected. He got a physical specimen. And A.J. Brown, who's bailing him out of errant throws. They got the touch push that nobody is, you know, could beat right now. And everybody's psychologically down. Think about it psychologically. Like, I know I ain't going to stop you getting a yard. And that's what they did to the Chiefs. Why did they lose that Super Bowl to the Chiefs in the first place? Because they took the foot off the gas. They was aggressive. They was converting fourth downs. They went forward about three to four times. And they were winning. And then when they punted on fourth and three... It was a pump return for a touchdown. That's how they lost the daggone game. I don't think they're going to make that same mistake if they played the Chiefs again in the Super Bowl. So I'm going to go with the Nuggets here, and I like my pick. I'll just disagree that the Chiefs defense is overrated. Like, they've been one of the best defenses in the league to me. And with this offense, that's a pretty scary sight. And I don't think Kansas City's even played their best football yet. And here they are at 6-1 and one by themselves in the AFC uh, in first place. Let me ask you, though, before we move on, quick question. Do you think Kansas City gets the one seed in the AFC? Like, do you think the road to the Super Bowl will have to go through Arrowhead, or will they have to go on the road? I think they get the number two seed, but it's possible, very possible, to get the number one seed. It all depends on – matter of fact, they probably will get the number one seed because you know what? They won this division already. It's a shame. And that's another thing. They're not being tested at all. So I do think they're going to have to get tested at some point, and you can't just keep going to the playoffs and not getting tested before you get there. Like, come on. They won this division in week seven, eight. Like, come on, bro. Like, we don't know how good they are. 
Nobody tested them yet. The Chargers stink. They're two and four. They should have won this division. They got all that talent on that daggone team. Justin Herbert, I still think is elite, but he's not showing that right now. Okay, the Broncos is shit. With all due respect, excuse my language, they are. Okay, they are rushing. They w- Listen, I cannot think for one second that this year's Broncos team would be worse than last year. After last year, they topped that. Well, congratulations. The Raiders are average. They're 500. They're average, okay? Really. And Jimmy Garoppolo can't stay out the daggone nursing home. He's going to end up there in the future. Okay, knock on wood. I ain't trying to call that out there and be disrespectful. But my God, can you stay healthy? My guy come out the car. He's hurt. Okay? You look at this division. They're not tested. How could we know how good they are? Who are they playing? So, no. You know, uh, yeah, they get the number one seed. Fine. They will. You know, Arrowhead Stadium. Arrowhead playoffs. I get it. But guess what? Lamar Jackson got a point to prove. Guess what? Jalen Hurst got a point to prove. Guess what? Joe Burrow want revenge. So, yeah, I think it's a tougher time, you know, and, and it's more team-oriented. With all due respect, the NFL is more team-oriented than the NBA. The NBA, you do need a team, right? But your players could kind of mask that, right? Because you play offense and defense. It's more team-oriented than the NFL. And um, I just think that there's better teams out there than Kansas City with the Eagles being one. The Ravens being one as of today, and that's where I'll start. Just to that point, so I, I like Kansas City, I agree. Like, their division stinks. They've done a great job taking advantage of that. With that being said, though, they did beat Jacksonville, who is 5-2, and two, who looks like one of the top contenders, one of their top threats. In the you got to add substance there, Zach. Their offense wasn't playing good at that time. Their offense is starting to get it together right now the last couple of weeks. You know, their offense wasn't playing good at that time. So you all, it's always important to add substance to that. So, yeah, they beat Jacksonville. They didn't beat the best version of Jacksonville. Fair. Okay, fair. But they also beat the Jets on the road in a close game. And Yeah, they got robbed. The Jets add more context. Can we add substance here? We did not see the last four quarter where they got robbed. (laughs) Like, come on. I mean, come on. They're facing no adversity right now. Okay, so fine. Look at their, their schedule then upcoming. They will have the Dolphins in Germany, then a bye. Then they play the Eagles, they play the Bills, and they play the Bengals before the season ends. And they have a road game against the Chargers. That's not an easy game. So they're going to have plenty of big games coming up uh, before the season ends that we'll see. But I just think that it's a scary sight that they're 6-1 and one, and they haven't even played their best football yet. And they're still sitting by themselves in first place in the AFC. Like the AFC every year, I think, oh, it's just such a loaded conference. This is the second year in a row I didn't pick Kansas City to come out of this conference before the season. And I regret it immediately. I just think it's scary that they have a great defense. The offense hasn't really even got going yet. They might even make another move for another receiver, and they're still 6-1 and one by themselves in the AFC, and most likely the path to the Super Bowl again for what? The sixth straight year now is going to come through Arrowhead Stadium. Maybe even longer. I don't, I don't even know. And ladies and gentlemen, y'all could leave y'all comment at the bottom who y'all think is going to be more likely to repeat. Is it going to be the Chiefs? Is it going to be the Nuggets? And when we come back for the second half of the show, we are going to move on to the NBA and um, keep it locked. Hopefully, it will be a more smoother second half. We had a lot of technical issues in the first half, but um, we should be good to go. So we'll be back in about three minutes. Keep it locked. This is 99 Pod. Please like and subscribe for all the up-to-date content. You've been slinging shows left and right, slinging content left and right. Please don't miss anything. If you do, like, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a question, something you may want to answer, something you may have. All ideas are great ideas. Nothing's a dumb question. 